Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, we are talking all about writing email copy quickly. And without further ado, I would like to introduce our guest today, Megan Katchigan. She is going to be teaching us three easy tips to make our lives so much easier. Megan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to listen to these tips from you. So before we dive into that, tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Yes, so I am an intentional copywriter and sales strategist. Um, I get more clicks and conversions for values-based coaches to get more aligned people filling out your programs and just like raving fans so it sells itself um, because of the copy that we write. Um, So I use my signature grow method and um, yeah, we write everything from ads to emails to sales page, landing page, um, blogs, whatever it is, um, to make sure it's all coherent and aligned, um, and, and getting you towards your goal. Absolutely beautiful because I never realized how much, um, creative writing plays into, uh, being a business owner. And I should have paid a whole lot more attention when I was taking those classes growing up, but it's always so much more writing than you expect. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So you're here today to help us with some tips for writing these emails, this copy in the emails quickly. So before we dive into that, what exactly is email copy for the, the mompreneur who's like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So email copy is basically what you are writing to your email list. You have a list of subscribers that you are are building up, whether you have a freebie or a Facebook group or however you're nurturing your community of people, potential prospects and things like that. So it is really great to have an email list because then your content that you put out is going to be seen a lot more than playing the social media algorithm game. (laughs) Um, And it's um, a great way to connect with your audience, to learn more about how you can serve them better. Um, And then just really create raving fans who are going to want and need what you have to offer them. Yeah, which I love that because especially the algorithm, you know, we, you never know exactly how many people are actually seeing the information that you're putting out there. And that's the cool thing with the email list is you can, you can see who's opening it, how many people are clicking. There's so much you can get from those analytics Mm -hmm. that I Mm -hmm. think it's one of the most often overlooked and underutilized pieces of marketing that we have, especially when we're first starting out, because usually the people on our email list have opted in in some way, shape or form. So they're sort of interested in what we have to say. So we should be spending more time nurturing them. So exactly. So I'm a huge advocate of what you do. So thank you. So how as moms, can we write email copy more quickly? Because this seems overly complicated. Yes. And I think we tend to overcomplicate it. And really the main thing is to let it flow. Um, 
So a lot of it is like, don't try and come up with like all these great grand ideas, but a lot of it is just like, think about what you are doing throughout your day. Is there a lesson that you can pull out of it? Um, so like something that you're already doing. So a lot of time, like most of the time, 99% of the time I'm writing my emails, talk to text on my notes app on my phone while I'm doing something else. Um, right. Because I don't have time to sit down and, and write even as a copywriter, but as a mom, like I am always writing on the go. My first draft is pretty much always talk to text. Um, and then that way, when I do have time to sit down at my computer, then I already have a bulk of ideas there and then I can just edit it and and put it in a format where then I can now send it out but I'm not sitting at my computer racking my brain staring at a blank page thinking what do I write right exactly so I'm writing it to go yeah because how many times yeah you're staring at that blank screen waiting for that wonderful idea to hit you like out of the blue well why not take the things that you're already doing and use technology to your advantage talk to text that's brilliant so easy that you know Hey, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm giving my kiddo a bath. Oh yeah, you know, hey, maybe I can relate this to something in my business. And yeah, there's a lot of great lessons to be learned. So what else can we do? Yes, so then now that you, so that's a great way to like bank your ideas. Um, so that like, once you sit down, you just assemble them. And then another thing I do is I batch my writing. So like, for example, um, with my clients, I will, we will meet once a month and we will batch that entire month's worth of emails in that one meeting so that then they don't have to think about it again. Um, and then it's also for me, I am like in the zone of, of writing for them, their offer, their voice. Um, and I, it's not like task switching. So just like from a productivity standpoint, um, you get in flow with it. And then you and then you go and then also your emails are just gonna be more coherent that way because you've done it all together rather than doing it at different times and you're in it like maybe a different mindset or or whatever happened yeah yeah absolutely and batching tasks is something that i think a lot of times we forget to do as business owners mm -hmm. but like you said from a productivity standpoint from a just a time management standpoint like our brain can't switch tasks we think we're these great multitaskers we're really not yeah. and for me that makes such a big difference in my ability to get things done too it's like okay no you know tuesday afternoons are just for getting x y and z done and when i focus on just those tasks i feel like my brain's like more more productive during that time and i actually get mm -hmm. more done in less time because it's not like oh okay well i need to create the copy for this post. Now let's go into Canva and create the graphic. And so you're doing like 20 other things while you're trying to be a mom, juggle everything else going on. So I love yep. that. Love yep. it. And then what's, what's tip number three for us? And then last but not least, I would say always start from um, I have what's called a starter doc, like a starter document. So like I am never starting by looking at a blank page or typing directly into, you know, like where I'm going to, wherever I'm going to post it um, or into my email service provider. Um, I start like, well, actually in my, in my notes app really, or, you know, a Google doc where I'm typing it out. Um, so I have a document where, um, and this is a freebie that we're going to link in the show notes. Um, 
So it like gives me ideas of hooks that I can use or like calls to action that makes sense. Um, and it just gives me like a framework or a skeleton of how I can start it, how I can flow. And then like, cause the hardest part is just getting started. Right. Yes. And then once you have that, then the rest just comes. Um, so this is my, like, my my swipe files examples of posts that did really well or worked and so i'm drawing from success to create more success rather than trying to create from nothing or trying to like wait for you know the muse to show up or to be inspired but then you just you know end up going down an instagram rabbit hole or whatever else it is so this is a focused way to give you inspiration to see what works to give you something on the page to start from and then you take it from there so it's not just to differentiate it's not like a plug and play template those in my experience don't work <laughs> too many people come to me saying i tried this i wish i hadn't i wish i just talked to a copywriter to begin with so a starter document is a better way to um, avoid blank page avoid writer's block to just get you started right away, um, right, like, like right in the name, a starter document, um, and then it's so much easier to go from there rather than try and try and create from from nothing. And yes, getting started is absolutely 100% the hardest part. I think with any task as a business owner, mm -hmm. we just get stuck. And then what you said too, you know, the Instagram rabbit hole, you know, you, you get, you get into this point, you're like, oh, I'm just going to go and just search for some inspiration or ideas. And then before you know it, you know, a half hour has gone by and what have you done? You've just compared yourself to everybody else out there instead of, you know, letting your own voice shine, your own creativity, your unique value. You know, we've all done it. It's not unusual. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's actually worse yes. going down this rabbit hole because then you just walk away with imposter syndrome, yeah. which is like the number one writer's block. <laughs> like that, that is it. Thinking you're not enough because you've just compared yourself to all these people. Right, exactly. And I know for me, like when I start to feel in a funk, like I put those blinders on. It's like, nope, no more consumption. Mm -hmm. I'm going to create more mm -hmm. than I consume. And it really does. Yeah. It's a game changer. But mm -hmm. what I will do, have you ever done this where you actually gone into the analytics and see, okay, what posts did well? And then mm -hmm. I'll take that content and again, we're not reinventing the wheel. We're drawing from the successes, like you said, to create yeah. content. Use a post that performed really high, highly last month because most people mm -hmm. aren't going to remember one post you put on Instagram. <laughs> and if they do, it's a great reminder because if it performed exactly. well, obviously people are resonating with that message. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you can spin in a different way right. or talk more about it, give more detail. There's different ways that you can draw from that and, and create a different post along those lines or repurpose it as an email, um, talk about it in a different context, different ways it showed up. But yeah, there's totally, that's the way to go. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Use I love the data. It. Don't be scared of it. Yes, exactly. Numbers aren't scary. They're not scary. <laughs> what mistakes do you commonly see small business writers do when they're, they're writing their copy and emails? You mentioned templates being one thing. What are some other common mistakes you come across with the business owners you work with? Yeah, common mistakes. Um, I would say trying to take the shortcut with plug and play templates. Like, yes, they're quick and easy, but they're not as <laughs> always effective. Um, 
like no one has this like oh yeah this sold out launch from like using template like no <laughs> right it, it comes from your passion your divine genius your like you really care about putting this out in the world um and speaking from that aligned place that is where um the magic really happens um but I would say, yeah, not trusting your voice and your intuition enough. And then on the flip side, like you said, also not looking at the data. Um, so it's really, I think good writing is really a blend of both. Trusting um, yourself and your own voice and not being afraid to put that out there. Um, and then also like the art and the science, right? So then looking at the data and like we said, seeing what works and and playing off of that creating from there um and and going off of that yeah and, and trusting your voice that can be hard to do at first because you know like yeah. we talked about you know that's when that imposter syndrome we kick in and it's scary to put your voice out there it's scary to it you know put yourself out there but you are the differentiating piece of your business and i think that is the most important thing that you can remember is that people want to hear from you. They're not looking mm -hmm. for, you know, one of the 50,000 emails we get from Bed Bath & Beyond or Coles each day. No, they, they want to <laughs> yep. know what's your experience. How, you know, they can tell. People can tell if you're being authentic and genuine through your writing. Would you agree? And they're really attracted to that authenticity and, and being genuine. And there are people out there who, like, they're like, why, well, like, why not hear it from, you know, so-and-so big name copywriter or, or, you know, whoever big name in your industry, but like, no, people want to hear it from you, from your voice, from your perspective and understanding and experience. And like, think about like when you were in school, there's different teachers that you had and some teacher, some students like this teacher, some students like that teacher, one may not have been better or worse, but some people just relate to, to it differently. And so your voice and your experience matter um in the way that you are saying it and and like yeah it's still scary to you know put your voice out there but you only get better at at it by by using your voice so start with what feels safe take baby steps um yeah but keep using your voice because it matters it does it does and stop trying to be perfect nobody's perfect yeah. in this world can we just like <laughs> cut the whole perfectionism thing you know i know so many people yeah. that hold themselves back and don't write at all because they're like well i'm not a good writer well the only way you're going to mm -hmm. get better is by practicing do you have do to go and write you know a a commencement speech in every email no there's nothing wrong with short emails right yeah some of them can be short and sweet just it's more important that they hear from you every day or regularly consistently um, than it be perfect. And I think too, that like, we're so worried about like grammar mistakes or spelling and like, I've bought sale from sales pages that had grammar and, and writing mistakes, but like the ROI was still huge because it's more of like the idea behind it, the psychology behind the copywriting rather than, you know, the little nitpicky, spelling or grammar and like yes of course we want to get that right and we should strive for that but if like if it doesn't come out perfect it's not the end of the world exactly you're not being graded on this it's okay give yourself some grace <laughs> exactly yeah 
This was such a great conversation, Megan. Just such easy to implement tips and advice that we all needed to hear. Where can we learn more about you? Yes, so I would love to connect with you um, on Facebook. You can find me at Megan Catchigan, um, or if you're like, how do I spell that? Um, <laughs> my Facebook group is a great way to connect with me and find me there. You can just put in um, copywriting for coaches and course creators, and the free group will pop up. And um, when you join that, then you can find me through there and connect through there, get on my email list and see how it's done and get <laughs> tips to, to see how you can do it as well. Love that. So be sure to check out that Facebook group. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.